All right. Uh, welcome, everybody. It is Friday, October 18th, and uh, we are here with Week 7 Picks Against the Spread. This is Quick Hits. My name is Blake Pace. Thank you guys for tuning in again. Um, just a quick few things before we uh, we get started. Man, oh man, is it a sad time to be a, a sports fan, especially if your team's aligned with mine and or your favorite players aligned with mine. I mean, last night, Patrick Mahomes going down with injury. I just I can't even wrap my head around that. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get to see the play or much of the game. I'm going to have to go back and watch that. Um, I was picking up my family who's in town for the weekend, and boy, what a stressful time that was. But uh, that's a that's a different story for a different time. Um, but then, man, the Yankees getting pounced on at home, now down 3-1 um, in just an ugly game. New York was sloppy, poor decisions by Aaron Boone. Bats really couldn't get going. Tanaka, you know, gave up three earned after uh, he's been great his entire postseason career, but... Anyway, sad time to be a sports fan for Blake. This is not a good morning. Super frustrated. At the league, you know, the NFL, Pat Mahomes hurt. I don't want to see that. I love watching my favorite players play, and he's by far my favorite player in the league right now. And then, uh, man, the Yankees. I wanted to say that last night was one of the more upsetting nights in recent history for me, but then I remember back in August, uh, Andrew Luck retired. So maybe it's just an unlucky year for me, and and thankfully enough, this can all be fixed with... uh, the Knicks starting their season next week. So lovely times there. But um, one last other note before we get into the picks. Um, sorry about the audio problems we had yesterday. Um, as you can hear, maybe a little faint buzz in the background of this. I have a uh, cord that I need replaced for my um, speaker. And uh, last episode, it just was it was way too wonky. And you really could only hear me sometimes. And other times it was a loud screech. So we're going to get that fixed and hopefully get a new cord in here to completely eliminate it. So I apologize for that. Um, I'll double up on the, on the film study for next Thursday's episode and, uh, and make sure that we've got double the stuff in there as well. All right. So let's do, let's just jump right into, to my week seven picks, um, against the spread. Uh, I'm going to go through each game. I'm going to tell you where the line is at, where I got it at. Um, what I'm, you know, how I break down the game, of course, who I'm picking against the spread, but I'm also going to give uh, what I'm just going to call the other bet. Um, just something else in there that uh, that seems a little bit interesting to me. And like I said, this episode is on Fridays because I refuse. I refuse, refuse, refuse to bet on Thursday Night Football. Now, betting on the Chiefs, I would have bet on the Chiefs last night. It would have gone fine even with Matt Morin. But I just don't like betting on Thursday Night Football. just saves me some anxiety until Sunday. So... Uh, first game we're going to go to and jump right in. Uh, Raiders at the Packers. Packers favored by five and a half points uh, by the time that I got the line. And one other thing, I, I use my lines and I gamble on Bovada. I just use that site just because I got hooked into it about, and it was almost a year ago now. Um, and that's, you know, just where I go to for my betting needs. And so Packers um, favored by five and a half points. I am very interested to see if Oakland can keep uh, the ball rolling after two quality wins, you know, against Indy and Chicago before heading into the bye. But this Packers team is um, is the best team they overall that they've faced this season, um, and in my opinion, the best team in the NFC. This game will have a ton of offense in it. If you want to take the over, go right ahead. Um, but I am going to take the Packers to win by at least six. Basically, it came down to. Um, Green Bay being on a roll, especially on defense, they're edge rushers. Um, and at the end of the day, I'd prefer to trust Aaron Rodgers uh, way more than I would Derek Carr. Now, my other bet 
is take up um, take up the over for first half points. Uh, both teams are known, uh, especially this season, for getting off to early starts. Uh, both the teams have very well-designed scripted plays. First half over for that is my other bet, but then yes, I'm taking the Packers. Minus five and a half. All right, next up, we have got the return game for our good old friend Kyle Shanahan. The San Francisco 49ers are traveling to Washington, D.C. to take on the lowly Redskins. Um, You know, I I said the Packers are the best team in the NFC right now. If they're not, then it's the 49ers. You know, I believe the 49ers are the second best team in the NFC. Kyle Shanahan is, um, is off to a brilliant start this year, having a healthy roster having a good defense behind him too. Uh, this team could be very dangerous. I think we all expected them to get a lot better, but uh, I mean, man, the start they're on 5-0 and right now is, is pretty unbelievable. Um, so taking a look, I don't think we should uh, spend too much time on, on the game itself. The 49ers are the far superior team, should win by a lot. Now my other bet, I'm going to take the under in rushing yards for Adrian Peterson. Had a great day against... Um, the NFL's worst run defense last Sunday, and we'll talk about that a little bit later too, um, at Miami, but uh, really no one has been able to run the ball in San Francisco uh, this year at all. So I'm going to take the under on Adrian Peterson's rushing yards. For the game itself, I'm going to take the 49ers uh, to win by 10. When I got that, and hopefully when you can get it too, it's at even odds. Um, maybe take a look at an adjusted line there too. I think that the 49ers will just smoke Washington. But, uh, but yeah, 49ers minus 10 at the very least. Now onto a to an interesting matchup. Um, we've got a, a duel of the first two quarterbacks selected in last year's draft facing off against one another. We've got the Cardinals taking on the Giants. Right now, the Giants are three point favorites at home. Essentially, neutral teams on a neutral site. Um, so, kind of the shakedown of this game. Giants getting some of their guys uh, back on offense to kind of help out uh, Dana Jones after he had to just go out there by himself practically against New England uh, for the Cardinals. They're on a roll. They're on a roll right now. The offense is clicking. Um, Cliff Kingsbury is is continuing to develop his playbook and, and mixing some things from his college days that he took for over at uh, Texas Tech, but also, you know, finally establishing some of the true concepts that just every NFL team needs to have. You know, a quarterback under center runs in between the tackles. So uh, I, I like the way that he is rolling there. Um, right now, we're actually going to take the over for the other bet in this one. Right now, I got it at uh, 50 and a half points. To me, this is two bad defenses with young quarterbacks that they're going to want to uh, to have really good performances. You think about it, you want to go out there in the first matchup between the two quarterbacks face and prove that you took the right guy. So I feel like they're going to be giving a lot of opportunities for their quarterback to open up uh, some deep throws. They're, they're, it's going to be a lot of offense, um, especially against bad defenses. That being said, I am going to take the Cardinals uh, plus three, and I'm actually going to take the Cardinals to win this game outright. Um, you know, the Giants secondary is atrocious I you know their entire defense I, I guess their front line is good with Dalvin Tomlinson and uh Dexter Lawrence out of Clemson who's been um surprisingly good this year but at the end of the day I think the Cardinals just uh, Kyler, Kyler Murray is on a roll right now um he looks like a very promising quarterback um and the receiving threats that are there for him I think that they should easily take care of the Giants secondary that is being lit up week after week um, I'm going to take the Cardinals plus three and them to win the game as well now on to the Vikings and Lions game. Right now, the Vikings are currently sitting at two-point favorites, uh, despite being on the road. Um, this one was kind of one of the more confusing lines for me. Um, I, I know Minnesota has been off to a great uh, last few weeks against the Giants and the Eagles, but the Lions have looked pretty good. You know, they had their bye week, 
came back in, had a close showing with Green Bay, and you know almost won too. So uh, I don't know. Personally, I think the Lions are the better overall team right now. Um, for the other bet, go ahead and uh, take the under on Kirk Cousins passing yards. Um, you know he had two very good games, like I said, um, passing yards wise. You know through the air against Philadelphia and Green and uh, sorry and New York, but those two teams also have some of the worst secondaries um, in football. And so uh, I wouldn't put too much into what we've seen out of Dak, or Jesus, I'm all over the place, Kirk Cousins uh, the last two weeks. And now I know Detroit is um, is 28th in passing yards allowed per game, but here are the quarterbacks they face this year. Aaron Rodgers, Pat Mahomes, Carson Wentz, Phillip Rivers, and Kyler Murray. Um, sorry, Kirk Cousins doesn't, doesn't rank up with those guys and doesn't have even the promise of Kyler Murray's right now. So um, like I said, I think the Lions are the better team. I can get the points with a team that's at home when I think the better team. So I'm going to take Lions plus two. I'm going to pick them to win the game outright. And uh, yeah, this line, I guess, it is just because, you know, the Vikings are on a roll right now. The Lions lost this past week. But I do think the Lions are the second best team in the division right now. Uh, shout out to Bennett, Bennett uh, Conlon if he's listening. Uh, the only Lions fan that I actually know. I'm taking the Lions plus two uh, to win at home over Minnesota. Now onto a game very near and dear to my heart. The Houston Texans taking on the Indianapolis Colts. Colts right now favored by a point at home. You're getting Indy off its bye. You're getting them with a you know a healthier return. T.Y. Hilton's had more time to rest up his, uh, I believe it was a quad. Uh, Darius Leonard has cleared the concussion protocol. He'll be back on the field. Clayton Gathers uh, likewise. Now, I, I just, I don't love... I always try and avoid betting on the Colts. Um, I, I really do, uh, just because I I know that um, betting on my team, there's even the little bit slightest bias that goes in there. So I'm trying to um, avoid actually putting money on this game. But um, I do think that the Colts are the better overall team. I think they're the better coach team right now. You know what the Texans have over them is quarterback and uh you know deandre hopkins is better than ty hilton but um if the Colts can put pressure and, and you know get to deshaun watson that's been the key now is like if you can't sack deshaun watson he's gonna beat you and so um that front seven is really gonna have to put some pain uh on deshaun watson throughout this game and kind of break through the offensive line now the other bet that i am gonna go here with is the over total in ty hilton's receiving yards uh this is a fun stat that i took over from Oh, God, I won't, it was one of the Colts beat writers, uh, but he's not listening, so uh, it's not bad that I forgot who it is. In 14 games against the Houston Texans, T.Y. Hilton has 1,445 yards and nine touchdowns. Uh, I think it was 76 receptions as well. So that's an average of 103.2 yards per game, and that includes any quarterback. You know, there, there's guys like Jacoby Brissett. Um, I, I believe there's a game with, um, oh, God, who was the... Who was the, uh, I'm not going to get him right now, but there have been some quarterbacks in the years that Andrew Luck has been hurt that they've still played Houston and T.Y. has had good showing. So quarterback doesn't matter here. T.Y. Hilton uh, loves exposing uh, the Houston secondary. The only active receiver to have a higher average against one team is Julio Jones against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So over on the T.Y. Hilton receiving yards is my other bet. And then I'm going to take the Colts minus one at home. Like I said, I'm taking the better coach, the better team the better organization you know gm to the total roster over the better quarterback um picking the colts to win by at least one point um at home
Next game up, and we are just cruising right on through these. Um, I We are heading over to Atlanta right now, um, where the Los Angeles Rams are three-point favorites over the Falcons, the Falcons that make me want to um, completely delete my preseason predictions off of the internet. Um, like I've said earlier this week, this is just the team that I've gotten the most wrong um, in a bad way this year. They are just awful. Dan Quinn probably uh, has a few more weeks left in him, but... Yeah, not too great for him and not too great for his defense either. And and what a what a better opponent to face than Sean McVay on a three-game losing streak for the first time in his career. Um, you know, I just... Uh, for LA, real quick, there's, there's a lot of things that are important about this game. Yes, you're not, you know, you're trying to end the three-game losing streak. You're trying to stay competitive in a division that has the 49ers and the... Uh, and the Seahawks, and and yes, you made some three different trades this year to get or this past week to get an offensive lineman, a young linebacker, and then Jalen Ramsey. Um, so they are going to want to go out there and have a very, very, very good showing, um, just to just to to get the ball rolling. Because I mean, you know, getting off that three game losing streak and being able to stay competitive in the division, um, you're already three games out of the lead with San Francisco. They've already taken a game from you, so. Um, you know, right now you're either hoping that they slip up in the second half or that you could try and sneak in with one of those wildcard spots. Um, the other big thing with this game is also getting Jared Goff comfortable again. Um, unfortunately, you paid him. You paid him before the season started, and he hasn't looked great. You know, he wasn't a world beater last year. He did look better than he did, you know, his rookie and sophomore season. We started to see him, and I talked about this on, on, uh, on a show last year, you're starting to see him, you were starting to see him make throws that he was confident in tight windows, things like that. And all that confidence seems to really be gone. Um, especially last week when they didn't have Todd Gurley and the running attack, you know, rushing attack wasn't too, um, too serious with their backups. 49ers have a great defense, um, especially great run defense too. So a lot of stuff in there, but, uh, if, if they, they should be able to get the ground game going, but, uh, this game is more so important for getting Jared Goff comfortable getting him, um, you know, going again, because it can be pretty, uh, pretty down times. If you, you know, have one of the better rosters, more talented rosters, talented head coach, and then the quarterback is, um, struggling on a week in week out basis. So my other bet for this game, um, I'm just going to go and bet the over on total points for Los Angeles. Like I said, this defense is a shit show. Um, injuries, schematics, Dan Quinn, um, took over the play calling this year after a bad year defensively last year. And then, Oh, go to, goes to show that it was your defense, actually, that was the problem. The scheme that you were running is the problem. It's the problem across the league. Um, the defense is bad. McVay's going to want to dominate to get Goff rolling. Um, so I'm going to take the over in the Rams' total points. If you want to take the over on uh, Cooper Cup receiving yards, maybe Jared Goff touchdowns, those would be interesting as well, too. But but the one other bet that I'm going is the over on uh, Los Angeles' uh, total points. And then, yeah, I'm going to take the Rams to win by at least three at home. Um, while I do believe Atlanta could be one of those teams that just ha- comes creeping back up in the second half, um, I don't know. I just don't think they have it enough to keep pace for a full 60 minutes with uh, Los Angeles. So I think they win by at least a field goal, despite being on the road. Next up is a game that you won't be able to find on my TV uh, for a second. Um, and that is the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Cincinnati Bengals in a game that really, I don't get why anyone would want to watch. Of course, if you're a Jaguars or Bengals fan, go right ahead. And I, and I love Jacksonville too. 
Um, I'm a big fan of Doug Marone, former Syracuse guy. I like I love Gardner Minshew, um, but what we've seen recently is that uh, the Jags offense is inconsistent as hell. Um, only six points last week at home against the Saints. Saints have a good defense, but um, yeah, for this one, it, it's it's tough because Cincinnati is also one of those teams that is is definitely in the bottom four or five of the league. You know, I tie them in with with the Redskins, the. Um, let me just go through my head right now. The Redskins, the Dolphins, the Bengals, the Jets. And uh, is there another team that can go in there? I guess you could put Denver in there at this point. Um, I just saw some Joe Flacco highlights last night, and it was rough. So I feel comfortable maybe putting them down there too. But uh, but anyways, I don't get why anyone would want to watch this game. Um and uh, life is too short, but my other bet here is going to be taking the under. Um, I just... Both teams can put up points, but um, I just think it's they're too um, inconsistent. They're, they're two very inconsistent teams, and while that might be a great time to take, uh, you know, over 43.5 points, I just... What we've seen out of Jacksonville's offense, how hit or miss it can be, and how reliant, I guess it is, on, on you know, a big 40-yard run by Leonard Fournette to really spark things... Um, I don't see them putting up a ton of points and I don't see Cincinnati doing it against a well-coached defense, even though it doesn't have Jalen Ramsey. So I'm taking the under 43 and a half points, not the most comfortable other bet that I have this week. Um, I definitely could see a point where both of them are just in a, a crap shoot, you know, shootout and they're just going back and forth. But, um, my gut feeling is that these teams shouldn't combine for, for 44 points. So I'm going to take the under for 43 and a half and then my bet for the game I'm going to take the Jaguars uh, to win by four um, on the road so I guess they would be seven point favorites at a neutral site ten point favorites if they were at home but uh, yeah I just don't think that the the, the Bengals really will give uh, too much problem to the Jaguars and I was a big Jaguars guy heading into the season I thought they had a 10 win season uh, potential off to a shaky start I think realistically now we're in that eight and eight seven and nine range, but, uh, I think they still get back there, but yeah, Jaguars minus four. All right. So next up, uh, we've got another lovely, lovely game on our hands. And, and one of the teams I love the other, I just, I, I won't watch because of it. Uh, we've got the dolphins traveling, uh, after, you know, in my conspiracy theory mind, throwing the game against the Redskins, traveling up North to take on the bills who are fresh off their bye week sitting there at, uh, Four and one. Four and one, five and one. I think it's four and one. Bills, minus seventeen. Um the biggest spread of the week right now. Um listen, this is one of those other situations like the Redskins and the 49ers. Not much to talk about with the game. The Bills should suffocate the Miami offense, whether it's Fitzpatrick or Rosen if he comes in later, you know, in the game. You know, what a what a way for Ryan Fitzpatrick to get another go in Buffalo. They love him up there, but uh for Miami now, that's pretty funny. Uh, so good to see him get the start out there. Even though I think Josh Rosen, you want to give him as much exposure as possible. Um, but both of them won't be able to stand a chance against uh, against this defense, which is second best in the league, third best in the league. It's definitely right up there. Um, and for for the Bills' offense, you know, I don't expect them to necessarily go out there and, and pace like you know when the Rams when they're on fire, or New England when they're on fire, but. I mean, 
I could see him putting up, you know, 28, 31 points in this game. Um, just, just how bad Miami's defense is. Now, the other bet that I'm going to take, I'm taking the over on Frank Gore rushing yards. I said I'd get to this. Last week, AP scorched him. Um, now, the other ageless wonder in the league will do so. Miami uh, has the league worst um, when uh, it comes to uh, opposing rushing yards per game. It's almost at like 200. Um, it's really bad. So uh, the way I see this game playing out, you know, Buffalo takes the early lead. They kind of just run out the clock the rest of the game, and uh, and Frank Gore's the guy. So um, I would take the over on Frank Gore rushing yards for my other bet. And then, uh, yeah, that comfortable lead holding on through throughout. I think the Bills win by at least 17. I wouldn't put a ton of money on it just because something concerns me about, you know, just the offense not being able to actively put up points, you know. Uh, their last few weeks, um, you know, not able to put up a ton of points against New England, barely squeaking out a win in Buffalo, not being able to. But those were against two very talented defenses, um, something Miami does not have. So I'm cautiously taking the Bills by 17. I think it should be right around there. Um, just that, you know, the spread worries me a little. I think they win by like 14, 15 at, at the least. So if you want to go an alternate line and get worse odds, go right ahead. But I think... I think you should feel all right taking the Bills minus 17. Alrighty, five games less uh, left. And like I said, um, we're finally going to get back to, I guess, more of the quick hits. And I know the last two episodes I gave were just around an hour. This one will be closer to the half hour mark. Uh, we're going to Tennessee, where the Los Angeles Chargers are traveling to take on the Titans. Right now, the Titans are favored by two. Um, Chargers, bad loss after bad loss. Couldn't really get anything going against Denver last week, and then all of a sudden, you know, came up in the second half and tried to make things close. Um, Tennessee also losing to Denver. Wait, so I've got my weeks mixed up. The Chargers, yes, that's what it was. It was the Chargers got down to uh, to Pittsburgh, tried to get things going back up. The Titans got down to Denver, made the quarterback switch, and tried to get things going. Um, either way, both teams... Um, very inconsistent, especially on offense for both. Um, and this is going to sound weird, but I am going to take as the other bet, uh, the over in first half points for the chargers. Um, they've openly come out and, and the players and coaching staff and shared their frustrations with how slow of a start they've been able to get off to the last few weeks. Um, you know, with, with, you know, the, the halftime deficit they had against Pittsburgh and it's, it's been a reoccurring things. So if they've come out and voice their frustrations, I think that the offense just goes out in the first half and, and really tries to to make up for that. Now the Titans defense is difficult, but um and it, it is a tough matchup for LA, but I think that they put an emphasis on putting up points early. Whether that's sustainable throughout the the entire game, I think that this is the one week where you can take the Chargers over in total points in the first half. Uh before the game I'm gonna take the Titans minus two. Um you know, quarterback aside, Tennessee, in my mind, has one of the better rosters. Now, their offensive line is a little shaky. Um, you know, of course, they cut Cairo Santos after he misses all those field goals that would have given them the win against Buffalo a couple weeks back. But uh, Tennessee, to me, is just one of those better teams that, unfortunately, just isn't having a good year because of its quarterback play um, and inconsistency. Tannehill is now in. So maybe that changes things up a little bit, even though I don't see it having the, the greatest impact. Uh, I just think that the Chargers are the fake good-bad team of the year. I've said this before on the show already. Chargers had a great season last year. You think, oh my gosh, their younger players are, are going to you know get 
closer into their prime of their careers, Joey Bosa, Derwin James, but since then they've had injuries all across the offensive line on the back end of their defense. Getting Melvin Gordon uh, in tune has has taken some time. And uh, and yeah, I don't think that the Chargers are, are actually a good team. I think the Titans are a good team just missing quarterback play. Um, and so I'm going to take the Titans to win by two at home. All right, now on to probably the most interesting game for me this weekend. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to watch these guys play against each other. The Ravens are traveling to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Seahawks right now favored by three points. Uh, this line was also a little weird to me. I feel like Seattle should be favored by a little bit more. Um, Ravens defense hasn't proven us anything, really. They allow teams to, to put up points on them. Uh, they did trade for Marcus Peters, but uh, Rams fans will tell you, just watching the Rams this year, um, Marcus Peters and Aqib Tlaib just both have looked kind of effortless. Maybe the change of scenery will get him going again, but I don't think it was like a huge upgrade. Now, they did need a corner, so go ahead and, and get your corner. That's great, but... uh. I don't think it's the biggest uh, upgrade to a defense that still can't apply pressure, still lacking you know consistency in the front seven. They did trade away one of their linebackers there as well too. So, kind of a rough, uh, kind of a rough test taking on Seattle this week. Um, Seattle has a very has finally established a run game as well too. Um, and, and that's where I'm going to go with uh, my other bet. I would take the over on Chris Carson. Uh, total rushing yards in this game. Baltimore's front seven, like I said, is is not that great. Chris Carson uh, continues to play extremely well this season. The offensive line seems um, to finally have its stuff together, at least in, in run protection, so in run blocking. So take the over in Chris Carson total yards uh, as the other bet. And then for the game itself, I'm going to ta- take the Seahawks to win by three. Um, just because of their the Baltimore defense, I expect the Ravens to be able to keep pace. With Seattle through most of the game, um, I think Lamar Jackson is one of the, you know, is becoming one of the better quarterbacks in football. I don't think he's there yet, Um, but I think his dual threat capabilities can help keep them afloat for a while, but I think eventually Seattle pulls away. I'm taking the Seahawks by three at home. All right, three games left. Uh, Next up, we are going to Chicago, where the Saints, uh, fresh off a very weird slight win over the Jacksonville Jaguars in which I think 19 points were scored, 20 points. The Saints are three-point underdogs at Chicago. Now this, I I know some other lines have been confusing to me. Um, This is the most confusing line of the week uh, to me. Um, Essentially saying that both of these teams would be even uh, on a neutral field. So on a neutral field, this would be a pick-em. That doesn't make sense to me. Chicago off a bad loss to Oakland. Um, a loss to to Minnesota before that. This um, did they lose Minnesota? I'm trying to remember now. Let me pull that up so I can make sure I'm not lying to you. Type in Bears schedule just to see if they did actually lose to Minnesota because that would be bad if they. No, they won. They won by ten. Okay, but that was the game where we lost Mitch and Chase Young had to come in. Um, okay, so sorry about that. But um, for the game itself. I don't know. I, I just don't think that um, that this offense will have a ton of success against the Saints defense. Uh, Saints defense have shown they're great against the run. Back into the secondary is very solid too. And, and for Mitch, Chase, whoever's there at quarterback, I just don't think that uh, that they'll have the answer for it. Now on the other side, sure, the Saints offense might not have uh, the most success against Chicago, but Sean Payton, one of the best innovators in the game. Um, and, and Oakland, you know, took advantage of them early on. So 
I feel like this is just a weird spread to me. Um, and so I, you know, I'm going to double up and, and for the other bet, I'm going with an adjusted line. Um, I could be completely wrong and reading this game completely, completely wrong as well too. Uh, but I am going to take new Orleans to win by at least two points. Um, so I'm taking the saints minus one and a half at plus plus one fifty five odds as my other bet for this. And then for the game itself, you know, I'm taking saints plus three. Uh, I would take their money line too. I just, for some reason, I don't know why they're underdogs. Um, I don't know why they think that these two teams would be even on the field. The, the bears defense also is a little injured. Um, I don't know. This, this one's just confusing to me, and maybe I'm just I'm missing something key about this game. But I think the Saints are the far better team. I'm taking them plus three uh, on the road, and then I'm for the other bet. I'm taking the adjusted line to get a minus one and a half at plus one fifty five odds. All right, now to Sunday night football. The NFC least. The Cowboys are hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. Dallas right now uh, minus two and a half point favorites. Um, the only thing about this game to me is we're finally going to, I feel like we'll, we'll learn who's the best in the NFC East. Both of these teams have been extremely confusing to me. Um, through three weeks, it was like, oh, Dallas is rolling. The offense is good. Then it comes out that they were just playing bad opponents. The offense wasn't good. Jason Garrett's still a bad head coach. Zeke, kind of shaky. And then for Philadelphia, they're just all over the place. Not even just the season trend, but, but on a game to game basis, they can get things rolling. And when they do, they look great. I mean, that game against Green Bay. They looked amazing on Thursday night. But then other games, you know, this past week um, against Minnesota, they looked all right for maybe a quarter. But outside of that, it was just so bad. Um, So this game, you know, this game is where I'll put probably the least amount of my money. I don't feel confident betting on either of these teams. Now, I will say the other bet I feel more comfortable about, I would take the under on Ezekiel Elliott total rushing yards. Um, Philly has the second best run defense in the league, uh, allowing under 73 yards per game. And like I said earlier on the week, and I've said it elsewhere, um, Zeke just is missing all of his explosiveness and, and aggressive running. Um, you know, his ferocity that, that we saw last year in 2017, his top end speed is gone. And against a tough run defense, I would take the under uh, on his total rushing yards. Now I'm going to take the Eagles plus two and a half. To me, I'm going to go out there and, and this is just me thinking that they're the better team. Uh, in total and I know they're on the road right now so maybe Dallas home field advantage takes into play but road teams are also off to a, an unbelievable start um, an unprecedented start uh, playing in enemy territory this year so I'm going to take the Eagles plus two and a half the other bet taking the under on Zeke Elliott rushing yards I feel more confident in that one than the game pick but um, I just think that at the end of the season we'll see that the Eagles are the better team and so I think they kind of start to prove that uh, on Sunday night and then last but not least, all my Jets fans out there, Teddy Pristash, Tom Zucker, anyone else that's that's just sad all the time, um, sorry, you're, you're taking on the New England Patriots, you got them at home, you got a fun win against Dallas, like I just said, Dallas, we thought we, they were good, they're not that great, now you get to play the Patriots, who are actually great. Um, this game, to me, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to kind of... Put it in the same perspective, maybe not to the same extent, but I'm going to put it in the same perspective of, you know, the 49ers, Redskins, um, you know, the the Dolphins, Bills. This is just a bad team to me. Um, there's more excitement because you have Sam Darnold and, and Le'Veon Bell, but the Patriots, I mean, 
you know, they're one of the greatest defenses of all time or on a pace to being one of the greatest defenses of all time, especially in that secondary. So I think it's a rough day for Sam Darnold. And on the other side, I mean, the Jets' corners are awful. So I know the New England passing offense hasn't looked like fabulous at times and in their entire offense in total, but um, I don't see the Jets being able to put pressure on Tom Brady. I don't see the, the corners being able to stiffen up even the depleted receiving core for New England. Um, the other bet, I'm going to go on an adjusted line here too. Um, I'm going to double down on, on my Patriots um, fandom. I'm not a fan. Um, but when they're playing against the Jets, I guess I am. I'm taking New England at minus 15 and a half. So I've got them winning by at least 16 points at plus 175 odds. Uh, only one team, and that's the Bills, uh, has stopped them from scoring over 30 points this year. And, um, and Buffalo's, you know, top three defense, like I said, and the Jets defense to me is still very bad. And so, um, I don't think the Jets score a lot of points. I think the Patriots score a bunch, tough road for Sammy D cakewalk for new England. Um, the other bet taking the adjusted line at 15 and a half, but then for the game, of course, I'm going to take the Patriots at 10 to win on the road over the New York Jets. So that's kind of an episode that I feel like is more in tune to quick hits. Uh, we're at the 33 minute mark right now. Um, like I said, went through all of those games, picked against the spread for where I got them at, and also the other bet, um, just something else in the game that 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 makes sense to me to bet on. Um, and yeah, I feel like you know this could uh, this show could develop and, and add in some other uh, touches later on in the season as I kind of figure out um, some some fun uh, segments or topics to go in with here. But uh, for this week, we're just going to keep it at that. Um, like I said, thank you guys so much. For listening to Quick Hits, um, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Blake Andrew Pace. I cover the Colts for SB Nation Stampede Blue. I cover Syracuse football for Troy Nunez is an absolute magician. Um, both SB Nation pages. Also, check out uh, my other podcast with Matt Wyrick, Reasonably Outrageous. Uh, we are going to have a Sunday morning episode come out. We had a little trouble on Thursday night getting uh, a time set up for us, so we're going to put out a weekend episode. You, normally, our schedule is a, is a Wednesday, Friday, but we'll put something out there. Um, Music should be ready uh, by the middle of next week. The Regulators. Uh, my guys, uh, Rod Simba, Tune, and... Oh, the third guy is going to kill me. Tune starts with a C and Rod. So I'll, I'll figure that out and give them all credit next week. But uh, they've got me in a group chat right now showing me what the beat's going to sound like. And I'm pretty excited about it. So thank you all so much for listening. Go ahead, bet on the weekend. If you lose, don't blame me. If you win tell me you love me um thank you guys so much for listening and we will catch you on next monday we survived the first week of quick hits see you next week